0: Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Monday the 4th of March 2024. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P A6200 finished down just a touch today to 7,736 points, but not before hitting a new all-time high this morning of 7,769.1 points. The pullback in the afternoon reflected concerns that tomorrow's growth figures may show that the economy went backwards at the end of last year. REITs did best, that's the property stocks, while tech stocks also outperformed, healthcare and utilities companies underperformed. Gold stocks did well following the rally in the price of the precious metal over recent sessions. Northern Star Resources, Genesis Minerals, West African Resources, Gold Road Resources and Perseus Mining all rose by 6% or more and were among the best of the top 200. Among the large caps, BHP dropped 1.5% while Hugh Metals Group was off 3%. Rio and CSL both fell 1%. Westpac was the best of the banks, up 1%. Goodman Group rose 2.3% and Mystech Global did well also. In corporate news, small cap GenX power jumped 32% after J-Power, one of Japan's largest energy utilities, lobbed a $375 million bid to buy the Queensland Renewables developer and lithium developer Lake Resources will cut its staff in half as the route in the sector worsens. The company had previously announced a 40% cost-cutting measure to combat a crash in the price of lithium. Its share price fell 11%. Story number two, a drop in inventories during the December quarter could mean the economy shrank in the final three months of 2023. We get the economic growth figures on Wednesday and the Bureau of Statistics are providing some final partial bits of data. It said inventory declined a surprisingly large 1.7% during that December quarter, And that could be enough to tip the economy into recession. Now, you might think inventories going down is good for the economy because it means people are buying stuff, but it's actually the opposite because higher inventories suggest goods and services have been produced. That adds to growth. A bunch of retailers during reporting season said they had destocked. That supports today's data. Also, figures on private sector wages and profits released today suggest the economy was slowing at the end of last year. In fact, the private sector wages bill posted its smallest quarterly gain since the pandemic, while company profits, outside the resources sector at least, were flat. It all adds to the argument that the Reserve Bank will need to cut rates later this year. Story number three Downer EDI is suing its auditor, KPMG, for failing to detect accounting irregularities in the company's books. When the irregularities emerged, about half a billion dollars was wiped off Downer's market capitalisation and KPMG resigned as a company's auditor. Downer will bring the claim in the Victorian Supreme Court as part of a class action lawsuit launched against the company by shareholders after the 2022 disclosure that would have to restate profits by tens of millions of dollars due to misreporting of revenues and work in progress. KPMG, which had been down as auditor since 2014, said it was disappointed by the decision to bring the firm into the lawsuit. Story number four, there's a report in The Australian today that opposition leader Peter Dutton will announce the coalition's signature energy policy before the May federal budget and it includes a plan identifying potential sites for small modular nuclear reactors. Later in the day, opposition finance spokesperson Jane Hume added to the discussion, saying Australia should be open-minded to the approach. National leaders David Littleproud has called on the Prime Minister to hold a National Energy Summit to discuss the future of the country's energy mix and the role regional Australia plays. Towards the end of the day, Anthony Albanese jumped in. The Prime Minister, he said the Liberals' nuclear energy policy plan does not stack up economically. Fair bit to play on that one. And story number five, it was an absolute A-lister event over the weekend. Guests included Mark Zuckerberg, Ivanka Trump, Bill Gates, and Rihanna. It was the pre wedding of the youngest son of Asia's richest person. Reliance Industries chair Mukesh Abani's son, Anant, will marry Radhika Merchant, also the child of a business tycoon in India. And they had pre wedding festivities over the weekend. It included 1,000 VIP guests from around the world. If you're invited, you're offered a chartered flight service from Mumbai or Delhi to Gujarat, which is in the northwest of the country. There's also complimentary hairstylists, makeup artists, and sari drapers, according to a report in the Wall Street Journal. It's a 3 day event and included a performance by Rihanna. Uh, others that attended included Walt Disney boss Bob Iger, an Indian billionaire well-known to Australians, Gautam Adani. The wedding isn't scheduled until July. That's it for the afternoon report for Monday, the 4th of March, 2024. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with a Tuesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening.